Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about emerging trends, marketing strategies, and regulatory pressures. Despite Organic's strong appeal with double-digit year-over-year growth since the early 1990s and the promise of a significant premium price over that of its conventional counterparts, Many American farmers are hesitant to jump on board, creating a sourcing nightmare for some manufacturers. In fact, less than 1% of U.S. farmland is organic today, a figure that doesn't jibe well with the Organic Trade Association's projection that organic sales in the next 15 years will grow from an estimated $43.3 billion in 2015 to $90 billion annually in 2030. And its prediction that organic food will account for 10% of everything consumed in the country. So what gives? Why are farmers so slow to make a move on what appears on the surface to be a sure bet in terms of consumer demand and solidly higher prices? Well, a major barrier is the three years it takes farmers and ranchers to transition from conventional to organic during which time many will experience lower yields, higher production costs, and they will not receive the benefit of the higher price, fully certified organic commands. To address this issue, many industry stakeholders, including the Organic Trade Association, USDA, manufacturers, and farmers, are all exploring the idea of certified transitional, a protocol that would allow transitioning farmers to charge slightly higher prices to off-switch the switch from conventional to organic and also assure manufacturers that the ingredients they are buying are being farmed and handled organically. One of the leading players in creating certified transitional organic is the natural food manufacturer Kashi, which teamed with organic certifier Quality Assurance International to create an open-source protocol that any brand, manufacturer, or farmer could follow for certification. To find out more about the program and the challenges farmers face as they transition to organic, I spoke with Kashi's Senior Director of Supply Chain and Sustainability, Nicole Nischoko, and Richard Gemperl, who is the president of Edelweiss Nut Company, which supplies almonds to Kashi. As a farmer currently making the switch to organic, Richard explained that the hand-wringing he felt about the transition period and how the certified transitional protocol developed by Kashi helped tip the scales in favor of the move. It's not a mystery to me that there's right now there's only 1% or less than 1% because, you know, pardon the pun, but it's a tough road to hoe. <laughs> it's, uh, you have, through that three-year period, you have um, rising uh, input costs. You have uh, the... The production cost is increasing, your labor cost is increasing, and simultaneously, in my experience, and I have to qualify it that, you know, I'm talking in the perspective of a diversified or a specialty crop farmer coming out of the Central Valley of California. And so I don't have a broad perspective on all commodities, but I can say in our fruit and nut industries that you do see lower production. And... Uh, and those two make it very difficult to pencil out that three-year period. And so I look at it as an equation where 
that premium for the transitional organic is kind of solves the equation in favor of making that leap of faith and going with an organic program. He further explained that in order for organic to really work, it needs to not only be sustainable for the planet, but also economically sustainable for the farmer to ensure the survival of both. It, it, it comes down to um, when we, we w- take the word sustainable farming, and sustainable farming can mean uh, a lot of different things to a lot of people, but part of that is are you economically sustainable? as a farm. You can be biologically sustainable and economically sustainable. That would be true sustainability. And that means that we need to be able to bridge that gap, that three-year gap, and still be a viable economic entity. And, uh, you know, in most cases, if you're diversified enough, you can take risks in one specific crop or orchard. And in our case, we look at we have, uh, we have uh, conventional farms that we do, and we have organic farms. And so we're bridging the gap as many acreage as we can, and we're pushing those into organics. And so we're making those, those decisions based on partially, you know, we have, a, we have a, a goal, a specific goal that we're trying to meet as a holistic farm, but also an economic goal, too, which is survivability. <laughs> Helping farmers like Richard balance these needs and goals is why Kashi worked with QAI to create the Certified Transitional Program in the first place. Nicole explains that the genesis for the program came about two years ago after hearing a similar story to Richard's from another farmer about how difficult the three-year transition period can be. So our specific program, we, um, you know, for us it started on a farm. Um, we had this light bulb moment when we were talking to a farmer about um, her transition to organic and how challenging it was for her. And we thought, you know, what she told us basically was, I would be more likely, Kashi, to buy products that were in transition than were already organic because, wow, it's so hard. And it it was this light bulb moment for us that really kicked off this journey for us. I think it was about a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, we started thinking about this and figuring out how we could um, create um, a solution to what um, is really quite a big challenge in our industry. Um, Kashi has been in the organic industry since the early 2000s. We launched the first US, we launched our first USDA certified product in 2002, and so we've seen that market grow incredibly in the last 15 years. But as, you know, as Richard and I have said previously, and you mentioned as well, um, less than 1% of farmland in the U.S. is organic. So we recognize this as a, as a problem. We face, um, you know, I'm on the supply chain side of our business, and we've faced sourcing challenges all along the way of our journey, um, trying to find enough supply of organic ingredients to meet um, the demand that consumers have for organics. And so this to us... Um, you know, we, we worked with QAI to develop this protocol that really helps, um, again, illuminate that journey, allows consumers to make a difference, and, you know, increase accessibility to organics. As for the specifics of Kashi's program, Nicole explained that there are two components, a protocol that sets the standards for farmers and everyone who touches the crop throughout the manufacturing process, and a label that helps consumers understand how the product was made 
and how buying it can help transition more farmland to organic. Certified transitional, you know, it helps convert more farmland to organic, supporting healthier ecosystems um, to increase supply and availability of USDA organic products ultimately. Um, it's really, it's a new way for farmers to command higher prices, as we've said. And it's, it's a label, but it's also a program that um, certifies a crop is transitional at the farm level, and then it also certifies that transitional product all the way through to the store shelf. So the handlers of that ingredient, the manufacturing site um, of that finished product, as well as um, all the way through to the store shelf. So it's the first seed to store solution um, that sort of illuminates this three-year journey for consumers. To further support the program, Kashi launched last year its Dark Cocoa Karma Shredded Wheat Biscuits made with certified transitional hard winter wheat, which was sourced from an 860 acres of transitional farmland. And the company's efforts immediately paid off. Nicole notes that the launch was the company's most successful new product launch in five years. When I asked her to what extent the success could be attributed to the feel-good mission of helping farmers transition to organic versus the fact that dark cocoa was involved, she admitted it was probably both. Well, our first job is to make delicious and healthy foods. And, you know, we, we take it upon ourselves that we have a responsibility as a brand, as a business, to also make those foods sustainable. And so, um, you know, I think... It's the combination of both. I think people pick up the box probably, never having seen a certified transitional label, and think, ooh, chocolate, that sounds delicious. And then maybe they get it home, or maybe at the store they flip over the box and can read about Newton, our wheat farmer, um, and his journey. So um, we've gotten great consumer feedback along the way, um, a lot of um, a positivity from consumers who have said things like, wow, I had no idea it took three years to convert farmland. I, I thought you could just kind of go out and get whatever you wanted, and why isn't everyone organic? So um, we're hearing from a lot of consumers that they really um, appreciate the effort and are in support of, of Certified Transitional. And so with positive reinforcement, Kashi is expanding the program with the launch of four chewy nut butter bars, which are made with almonds from Richard's Farm, as well as certified transitional dates and sorghum from other farms in the U.S. In addition to expanding its portfolio, Kashi has expanded the acres of certified transitional farmland from just two farms last year to 11 farms currently, bringing the total certified transitional land Kashi is sourcing from to nearly 3,500 acres. But Kashi isn't done yet. We have an aspiration over time to, you know, to really move the needle on this 1%. Less than 1% of U.S. farmland is organic. So our aspiration over time is to get to 100% of our portfolio is certified transitional or organic. And so every year you know, in our plans, we have um, new products that will be certified transitional and or organic. And we really, this, again, this has to be bigger than Kashi. So we're inviting other brands. We've had a lot of conversation with peers and competitors um, and folks like you to really get the word, word out, the message out that we want this to be bigger than Kashi. We want this to be a movement to move the needle on, on U.S. organic farmland. 
Richard commends Kashi for its open-source certified transitional program and says it's a better option than manufacturers signing long-term agreements with farmers to buy from them if they transition to organic. I'd like to commend Kashi on the open-source methodology of this because there there can be uh, large food manufacturers that they see a tight organic supply, so their de- decision is to go and buy the organic produce or the, uh, the the farms that are producing that organic product and lock it up for long term or or long term leases or or uh, long term uh, supply deals. And I don't know if that's really the solution if we're trying to save family farms either. Instead of uh, you know, in the case of a large food manufacturer purchasing farmland for their to lock up organic production, you know, it, that's not really growing the industry. That's, that's just securing your own uh, uh, supply, which, you know, I guess in, in a, uh, a small frame perspective might be a solution, but I think that the, this open source or just promoting the overall growth of the industry, and when you look at, you know, le- really less than 1% is pretty small. And you can look at other models. In, for instance, in Switzerland, you're looking at more of about 12% of the market is organic. And I think that's what we're trying to strive for, or at least the, the farming community and as a general, is to, just to push that number up from 1%. As I mentioned earlier, the Organic Trade Association and USDA also are pushing forward this idea of certified transitional. Earlier this year, USDA announced a new national certified transitional program that will use standards developed by the Organic Trade Association. The goal of the program is to harmonize standards currently used by different certifiers and create a consistent set of rules. Also notable is USDA's decision last year to offer farmers transitioning from conventional to certified organic an option to ensure their crops at a higher price than traditional crops. This is just one more way that the government is trying to ease the burden of the financial strain during this three-year transition period. And with that, we've come to the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope you all will join me again soon for another installment, but until then, this is Elizabeth Crawford signing off.